Dice Cast with your hosts Greg and Mike. Hello. No we, red man today. We are one engine short of a full deck here. <laughs> one engine short of a full teepee? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They could have been in longhouses. I'm not really sure what the creek had if they were a teepee that's true. type. Yeah, no, that's, Indian. I think that's a plain Indians thing, right? I think so, yeah. I don't know if the creeks were considered that or not. Um, I don't think Richard really knows either. He didn't seem to know when we played his people's music. That's true. And I'm telling you, I would know when I heard Scottish music or German music or Russian music. Yes, they're all distinctive. Yes, they are. So uh, it's been an interesting couple weeks since we last uh, threw some sounds down here on the I don't want to say celluloid, but, you know, the bits and bytes. Uh, we have over-unders to go through today. We have an interesting pay-to-skip-line story that I think is part made up. And and, and sort of old news by now. That's, yeah, that is one correct. thing that happens when we do bi-weekly shows. And I know there's a, there's a large segment of fans out there that are really on the edge of their seats waiting to hear what we have to say about it. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um so, you know, they've been made to wait now a week. Well, but you know, anticipation, right? I guess so. That builds, that builds, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say the word desire, but it's something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think everybody knows what you mean. Um, so what do you want to, do you want to roll, you want to jump right into that? Or do you want to, uh, there's also. Well, no, let's go- fur- further that, um, that anticipation of uh, <laughs> okay. fulfillment when we get to it um, and do the other things we have to do first. All right. Well, I, there's um, something popped um, that was related to last week, or not last week, the last show. And I'm looking for. Do you remember when uh, Shaft was telling us about um, uh, grad, grad Nights and what was going to happen with Grad Nights? And then that oh and, the mix ins and, and, and all the yeah yeah and at the twenty four hour uh, whoop de do that starts tomorrow yes um, is also part of that so uh, a timeline was released about the this twenty four hour thing right yeah that I thought was interesting um, how they expect one hundred twenty five thousand people to show up for this twenty four hour uh, shindig really. Yeah, and what you know, I always wonder what they they base those kind of things because you know if you want to go back to other people, other predictors like the people who, who predicted by now where I live would be underwater, um, <laughs> we would all be wearing gas masks because the air be so quality would be so poor, and all these people their global warming and all this, all this none of this is coming true, so. Again, I'm, how do people estimate this kind of crap? Well, okay. There's not a lot of history. There's, they've only done this, what, twice now? Well, the most recent one was last year's February, right? The leap day where they were open 24 hours and they just got their they got their ass kicked, right? Right. And I went to the very first one, uh, the, the 25th anniversary. Okay, but yeah. less people, less pass holders. Well, no pass holders in those days. Um, and uh, less word of mouth, right? If you weren't... Uh, I think absolutely. I mean, it's not that it wasn't crowded, but for its day, it was crowded. Compared to today's crowds, probably not so much. Well, okay. So here's here's some interesting bits on the timeline that I find interesting. So tonight there's a grad night. 
right? Grad Knight starts DCA 11 and goes until 3, and then they kick him out. So uh, the 24-hour thing starts at 6 a.m. Both parks open for the day. Cars Land, Tower of Terror, and some Paradise Pier attractions not open yet due to delayed overnight maintenance from Grad Knight. So that'll make people happy. Oh yeah, I'm sure that that's going um, over like a fart in church. They're gonna they're gonna they're closing the the structures uh, tonight at like nine thirty or something. So anyway, um, regular day and then they have they'll have uh, parades and whatnot, right? World of Color, Fantastic t- nine o'clock. So special Monsters Inc. screenings, Mad Tea Party opens, but no alcohol because of Grad Night guests. <laughs> How's that? All right, that's interesting. That's the first. That's the first little hookup I, I see going on here, right? And then eleven o'clock or ten forty-five, Carsland Paradise Pier Tower Terror closed for Grad Night. Only grads with wristbands allowed in these areas until three a.m. Radiator Springs races will close for the night at two a.m. and not reopen. Ooh, ah. Oh. Well, come on, that's a big draw for DC. Oh no, right? that 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 is its. So this twenty-four hour thing, is, thing right now. Yeah, so twenty-four hour. Whoop-de-do! They got going on their their premier e-ticket two-hour line attraction is going to be closed to the public at ten forty-five, and not open again for this twenty-four hour thing. Ever? Not at all. Nope. Not reopen. Well, now, and that's that, that's just not for overnight maintenance. There's just something else going on here. That it just says it just says Radio Springs will close tonight at two a.m. and not reopen. And then if I read on later, 3 a.m., Cars Line, Cars Line, Paradise Pier reopened after grad night. Radiator Springs Racer, California Scream, and Tower Terror will all remain closed for overnight maintenance. Wait, well, you sure that doesn't mean closed, you know, from the 3 until maybe 10 in the morning? Or It says here that RSR closes at 2. Everything else. 2, at, 2 a.m. 2 a.m., right? So, okay. So the grad night people even get shorter an hour on it, right? And then at 3 a.m., those areas open back up to everybody else because grad night's over. Right. But, but in those areas, uh, racers, screaming, and tower will still remain closed. Okay. When it reopens at 6 a.m.? Well, now here, dig this. Okay. So 6 a.m., DCA and Disneyland close. Their 24 hours is over, right? 9 a.m., DCA and Disneyland reopen for normal Saturday operation with several major attractions delayed in opening due to overnight maintenance. So but there it says delayed, not but will says, not run. Well, well, okay, yes. So here it is. It closes. Spring Racers closes at two a.m. It will not open at nine a.m. the following day. It'll still be closed. I just think that's kind of interesting that the ride needs what amounts to two a.m. to nine a.m. is seven hours, probably eight eight to ten hours worth of maintenance every night. Yeah, I'm finding. It seems like there's something else we don't know here. Uh, Tower of Terror also. Tower Terror closes at three, and when it's when everything opens at nine, just says several major attractions delayed in opening due to overnight maintenance. Okay, and where this isn't coming from my yes, favorite. It, yes, it is. Ah, uh, you see, you didn't tell me that ahead of time. Well, why should I? <laughs> How is it that I can glean that and um, and not even know? Because... <laughs> okay, has he ever been wrong? All the time. Not with stuff like this. I bet. I bet if we were actually kept track of that bullshit, we'd probably find many errors. And I just have a hard time believing it won't reopen 
during these things. It just makes no sense that you would plan this kind of event, right, yet your majors it, are closed. If it closes at 2, that's only four hours before. That's been, It's been open 20 out of 24 hours, right? Okay. But the funny thing is, is that when it opens at 6, it still says here that some attractions won't open at 6 because of overnight maintenance from the grad night from Thursday. I just wonder what you know what it is you know they're doing you know changing fluids or... yeah i don't know he doesn't go into that much detail of course not but you know i still think it's interesting no that that is interesting if it's accurate and if you read the rest of it you know this is where this is where i take it with a grain of salt that disneyland was forced to do the 24 hour thing when they are, had already scheduled their grad nights and that since florida is so out of touch you know they were forced on it by Florida and wait, wait, okay, is, are both coasts doing it at the same time? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're ice. You know, yeah, and I have to take that with a bit of grain of salt. You're right, I would too. So that was I thought thought an interesting follow on to Shaft's revelation that, or excuse me, Red Man's revel- <laughs> revelation that uh, grad nights and this thing are going to be all jumbled together. You know, that must be why. Um, the Esquire is in Florida this weekend. Yes, he's going to, but there it's only the Magic Kingdom in in Florida. Here it's two parks. Yeah, well, you know, two parks are so close here; it makes sense and it's easy. I think. Yes, to, I think so too. To do. All wow, right. interesting bit of news there, if you can call that news. Well, I I, just, I wouldn't call it news. I would call it just kind of like a follow-on. Uh, Factoids, sure. well, alleged factoids, right? Yes. All right. So uh, the intern apparently, you know, got home and figured out his. <laughs> you know, it's funny if I, I took, have took up a, his duties again. Oh, we should talk a few minutes offline when we're done. I have the intern working on something else. Okay. And um, it's much more exciting, and I think um, you might be interested. So okay. So anyway, he's he's uh he's back on on the in the saddle, giving us some over unders. I'm I'm so glad the engine isn't here. He might start singing back in the saddle. <laughs> Wait, the Aerosmith version? No, I think oh, it like that old like uh, Western song, okay. singing right. cowboy thing. I just I just think of the Aerosmith version. Okay. That's the only one I'm. Familiar. All right, a, you know the only the only thing I'm a fan of Aerosmith is a roller coaster. Otherwise, I could care less about Aerosmith. I, I think they might play that song in a roller coaster. If I could, keep, I, don't, I don't even know what it sounds. You know, I, I'm certainly not going to sing it for you. That. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> There's very much. no way, and I'm sure our audience no appreciates. Way. They're those. probably singing along already. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I did recognize almost all the Aerosmith songs in the you know the few times I've been on. Rock and roller coaster, but they are not the group I would have want to, you know, wanted to see in there. I don't. Uh, I know Aaron loves them. I, you know, I'm I don't. I don't. For I don't have the song on my iPod, but I wonder if Pandora will cue it up if I type it in there. So, anyways, what uh, he's, you know, he's working. So, what what has he given us? Uh, shoot, no, I don't like that. <laughs> that do you, hear, do you hear that? that was Jingle Bell Rock. Because the last time I used Pandora was... Yes. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's see. Pandora. How about... Let's see. I use Spotify. I don't use Pandora. Well, 
I do use Spotify when I'm on the computer, but I don't want to disrupt what the computer's got going on. Yeah, you know, those those uh, PCs, they can't handle too much stuff at one time. Oh, speaking of PCs, have you heard the... Um, uh, have you seen that Windows 8 commercial with Siri doing the, oh, I can't do two things at once? No, I have not seen that one. Oh, it's kind of funny. I've seen the one where the... Uh, Here we go. The... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug it in. Okay, I've seen the, the the phone ad between the the Android people and the the Apple people, which is funny. Okay. Now you spend time in a real radio station working, right? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I typed him back in the saddle and started playing it, and then it stopped, and it gave me. Uh, now were you were you paid to work in this radio station? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing was, most of the stuff was already all ready at your fingertips. Carded. You guys still using carts in those days? Yes, we did use carts. As a matter of fact, I'd play the. Um, We'd record the news, the radio news, at 5 till the hour, and it tripped on an automagic cart. But if you didn't have the cart pushed in the machine, and the tone came down, and it went to record, and you didn't have the cart pushed in, you had to do the news live. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Everyone knows what song I'm, yeah. I'm talking about. And everybody's, everybody except for me, I guess, but that's all right. I don't really care. All right. Over-unders. How many over-unders did he send us? He sent uh, six of them. Wow. Should we? I think we should play Shaft and pick his over-unders. Okay. <laughs> and see how good we would okay, be. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me. All right. So uh, question number one is a pick em. All right. In 2014, hypothetically, Disneyland announces that Tomorrowland will get a complete overhaul as Fantasyland oh. did in the early 80s. Okay, can you, you've heard that, that thing, you know, cross your fingers if you want to remember to say something. Yes. I'm actually interrupting the show. Did you get the article from him about the movie Tomorrowland? Yes. Did I read it? No. I did oh, not okay. click on the link, but I did get it. Well, okay, I could, I want to bring that back up later, so. Okay, then I better, okay. let me cue it up and make sure I can click it when. Okay. All right. I'm going to start over, all right? Sorry. <laughs> in 2014, hypothetically, Disneyland announces that Tomorrowland will get a complete overhaul as Fantasyland did in the early 80s. Disney asks fans to vote on the three Tomorrowland attractions, even though sacred cows are being axed, which will stay in the land. Everything else is out. Pick the three you save and why you save them. Actually, the first two are sort of no-brainers. The third one, I think, gets interesting. Okay. Okay, so, so three attractions. Wait, wait, wait. First, he says the, the the sacred cows are getting axed. So yes, three Disneyland, three Tomorrowland attractions. Only three. Okay, when, okay. Only three are going to last. So, um, all right, all right. Uh, okay, and, and Matterhorn is definitely in Fantasyland. It was yes. moved back in the fifties, I think. Correct. So, um, God, I would have liked to see nothing moved from Fantasyland. Sixties, actually, right? Because two, in fifty nine was built. Yeah, yeah, America. whatever. Um, all right, so uh, two, that would have been a, so Disneyland actually moved mountains. Yeah, amazing. All right, are you, you going to go or am I going to go? Go ahead. 
All right, so first two no-brainers, I think, are Space Mountain and Star Tours. So they'll stay. And the third one is going to be Subs. Okay. Um, actually, those would probably say... They, Space Mountain, yeah, and uh, Star Tours, definitely. The, those, those stay. Um... Hmm. Personally, I think subs are kind of acting as fantasy land right now. But yeah, that's possible. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of acting. There's, in that there's a good argument for that because it's you know yeah. emo, but it, still exactly. Well, but then again, part of Tomorrowland is fantasy land with uh, buzz, 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 light year to the rest. Uh, you know what? I am not going to pick a third. I'm going to allow them to remove the rest. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, now, if Sorry. I was re- Shaft, I not, would... I got to remember, Shaft is a little nostalgic. He's yeah, little I nostalgic. know. So, I think he would agree with our first two. And I almost would say he wants to make sure that the Circle Vision or Circle yes. uh, Theater stays. Not think, necessarily what's in there, but he wants the building to stay. I think he'd. I think he would like Circle Vision to come back. Actually, well, I, sir, I, I meant um, the Carousel of Progress building. I'm oh. sure he'd want that building to stay. Yes. So some capacity. Um, I could see both of those because he's nostalgic. You could pick one of yeah. those two. And, uh, well, you know the yeah. If you were to bring something back, but I don't know. That's well, unless that's a follow up question. It's a vague, vague question. Doesn't say if anything comes back. Disney has fan to vote on three Tomorrowland attractions, which will stay in the land. So that kind of connotates stuff that's already there. Yeah. Oh, exactly. All right. So. Okay. Question two. This is an over under. At the 50-plus receipts that the intern brought home from the Disney Resort after his trip last week, uh, over under eight, how many read Disneyland instead of Disney Resorts on the top of the receipt? Oh. Interesting. Uh, okay, so and what's, what's the over under? Eight. Eight of how many? 50-plus. Uh, what do you do when you want to just break even? I don't Call know. The, is that like calling the odds or something? The yeah. break, um. So you think it's eight? Um, because I'm trying to think of the last time I bought something in Disneyland. If it's at Disney Resort, well, I haven't. I haven't been there in over a year now. Um, I'm going to go over and just say that there's some people. There's been some places slow to change over their printer or wherever they that information comes from. I I think. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's like restaurants still say Disneyland and then merchandise gonna, says Disney gonna, Resorts. I'm going to vote for Shaft, and, uh, and he can put an asterisk about, around <laughs> these votes if he needs to, saying under. Shaft says under. I'm going over. But I'm going over myself. All right. Well, I have the answer key, too, but I'll have to click Oh, okay. So we can go through these and get the answers. So he already has the answers. Okay. Yes. Question three. Know your Disneyland history. Pick them. Facts mm-hmm. first. The opening of Disneyland's Matterhorn and Monorail in 1959, the mine train through Nature's Wonderland in 1960, and the Flying Saucers in 65, each occurred on a Sunday during Walt's lifetime. In each of these aforementioned days, Disneyland attendance was no lower than 25,000 and no higher than 27,096. Which day attraction saw the highest attendance? Oh, I'm going to say Flying Saucers in 65. 
just because population, more population in sixty. Sure. What What was the other com that you, we had? Nature's Wonderland. Okay. Was so, one. Uh, Matterhorn and Monorail in fifty nine. Mine trade through Wonderland in sixty, and Flying Saucer in sixty five. I'm going with the Matterhorn. And yeah, which one saw the highest attendance? I'm going to say the Matterhorn. Richard says the uh, Mine Train. <laughs> okay, we each picked one. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's Know Your Disneyland History over under. Over under 27,000, how many people were in attendance at Disneyland for the opening of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln at the Plaza Inn? Note, first of four different openings. Interesting. I don't Wait, know. At, the, at the Plaza Inn? Yeah. That's what it says here. First of four. So maybe he's moved a couple times? I don't think so. And I hadn't thought so. I mean, I've seen him in the park since, you know, the early early 70 i mean just breaking into 70 in the present location um it, now i'm at plaza inn that's what it says anyway we just gotta think over under twenty seven thousand. um i'm gonna say under yeah me too uh richard's gonna say over <laughs> just to be opposite right yeah just <laughs> to be contrary okay question five know your dca history Ooh, over, over under, I think this one's easy actually. Over under six months. How long was California Screaming renamed Rockin' California Screaming? I didn't know it was renamed Rockin'. Do you remember when Space Mountain was named Rockin' Space Mountain? I remember they've done some of those little kind of promotions, never but, stuck though. But you remember Rockin' Space Mountain where it was kind of lit up yeah. and they showed. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers and something yeah, else. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't care for that one. But neither did I. But I want to say it was the same time frame, and I'm going to say oh, that was Oh, and how long, how long did it, it last? Was summer. I'm going to say it's, under. So it's under. I think it's under. Uh, Shaft says over. All right, now here's a good question. Get to know your hosts. Pick them. Other than President Lincoln, which are our hosts' personal favorite single AA in Disneyland or DCA? For nostalgia, creativity, new technology, whatever. Notice he does not say Florida. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say Richard will say the new Lincoln. I think that's a given for but for Shaft. Other than President Lincoln. Oh, he's. I'm sorry. Other than pre- what are the host's personal favorite? Um. Okay. This one's gone, but Shaft is going to say, um. Mr. Swivel Hips. Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson at the old uh, Mission to Mars or Mo- Rocket to the Moon, whichever. Really? You know. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going to say that's his favorite. One of the four misters in Disneyland, right? Yes. <laughs> now there's only three? Uh, All right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the DCA. What? Oh, well, I guess now with the, um, the the racers, there's some over there. I was thinking, what animatronics are really at um, oh, DCA? Yes, racers. Uh, racers. That's that's it, really, isn't uh, it? Well, is there any AAs inside Ariel there? I guess those would be considered a you know. There's yeah, Ariel and um, Ursula. Ursula, definitely. Um, I guess you know some people consider anything that moves an AA. I'm, I, no, I don't. I, I, I don't I, subscribe I, to that definition. Yeah, me either. I don't like to qualify some of the, the minor ones as there's, AAs. There's no AAs. Tower Monsters Inc. No AAs. 
Um, well, Monsters Inc. Some people might argue that Sully and a few of those are A's. I wouldn't because they're just they, really not. They don't move that much. Yeah, they're they're more like stick figures with a rocking arm or something. You know, they're almost like Knott's Berry Farm A's. <laughs> um, wow. You know, and this is this is going to be for nostalgic reasons, but I'm going to go with the first A100 they put in of um, uh, the auctioneer in Pirates I of the thought Caribbean. you might go there, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um... He was a favorite even before that, but when they put the new A100 and he was kind of leading the way into the, you know, the modern world of... Well, he was pneumatic, right? The A100 was first pneumatic ones, right? Not yeah. the hydraulic. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, since you already said that one, I might have to go with something just to be funny. I almost with, went with Mr. S- uh, Swivel Hips myself because I have my picture with him. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I, I do like the auctioneer. Yeah, auctioneer is good. Um, I'm gonna have to say, shoot, I don't want to say the same thing as the auctioneer, but well, you can. Are you okay. a Johnny Depp fan or a... no? No, that that Depp guy, he's the the Depp ones are especially with the hands on the asses. I think that <laughs> one's pretty good. But he's, but yeah, for nostalgia, for the same thing, nostalgia and new technology at the time. The auctioneer was, uh, I just remember when we put him in, we went and saw, I was like, wow, that guy looks pretty good. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah, that was great. Well, do you, Okay. Okay. No, I, I definitely remember being yeah. not over that. What do you think? All right, Shaft. All right, so we're good. So there's, there, that's the over-unders. Now let me click on the, uh, the, the answers, answers and we'll see. See how well we did. How way off we are. <laughs> Page down for answers so Mike can play. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. Question number two: Receipts. Oh. All right. So question number one doesn't count because that's a pick 'em, right? That that's just our our opinion. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So question <laughs> out of the answer is one. He had one receipt oh. at Disneyland on it. <laughs> did he? Did he tell us from where? Yes. Just- page down for answer. The baby station. Wow. The F was he doing at the baby station? Geronimous. As a CM, do you know why the baby station receipts are different? No. Huh. Interesting. Oh, there's there's Richard's name right there. Geronimous. Geronimous. <laughs> that chief Geronimous. No, he can't be a chief. He's just got to be a Geronimous. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Draw a mouse. Now you got to remember, you got to write that down. <laughs> oh, oh I'm not going to forget that. Because <laughs> he's asking Richard, are there any other places in the park, Draw a mouse? As a CM, do you know why the baby station receipts are different? Oh, it's too bad Richard's not here to answer. That's so awesome. All right, question three. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, yes, I was right. Flying Saucers was twenty-seven thousand. Oh, Mine Train next at twenty-five two eight six and Monorail. Really? Wow. Twenty-five zero nine six. The only reason I, I just thought the Matterhorn was such a big iconic thing at the time that it might have drew big yeah. crowds. I just but think, it might have. They just they, you know, like you said, they could have as new the things were newer. Uh, you know, crowds started you know, and more people, right? Bigger. You know, there's more yeah. there's more people around six years after the you know sure 
Sure. So bonus history for this one. On the Saturday before the saucers opened, August 6, 1961, Disneyland attendance was 337,647 on date night. Oh, I get, yeah, I have some of those records, the date night and the, the band, and that was a big thing. They had those little, uh, you know, da- you know, dancing things you could go to. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, what was question four? Oh, how many people were in attendance at Disneyland for the opening great moments of Mr. Lincoln? So we said over 27,000, right? I believe we did. Okay. I don't remember. Well, I don't feel like rewinding the tape, but it was way over 36,000, also on a Sunday, July of 1965. Very interesting. All right, question five. Ha! Yes, I knew. The answer was, this is the rockin', uh, screaming, rockin' yeah. California screaming. Yes. Under. Lasted for three months, as did Rockin' Space Mountain in Disneyland early 2007. I figured they were tied together. And that's it, because six is opinion again. Yep, there we go. Those are fun. Yeah, I was trying to find, since he said um, Mr. Lincoln, see, Lincoln opened in 65, and didn't he say, like, Plaza Inn, unless he mistyped something there and got a little, you know... He was a little liberate, liberal. No, uh, the spirits. He's a little. Uh, I can't. What's it's not liberate, liberated, vibrate. You know, it's when you're drunk, basically. Inebriated. Thank you, inebriated. <laughs> uh, it says here, yeah. Uh, well, I'm trusting you know, Wikipedia. Uh, in 1965, 10th anniversary of the park and the new opera house on Main Street. So, huh? The show in the main theater with Mr. Lincoln was a duplicate of the World's Fair attraction. Okay, all right. Well, I, I kind of was curious about what he was uh, talking about, but maybe he just meant in the plaza. Let's see, it's not even the plaza. That's Town Square. Town Square. I- Who knows? So. Moving along. All right. So now are you ready to talk about the... Let's talk about Tomorrowland movie real quick. Come on, I haven't read the article. I got well, you don't, you don't. you don't really need to know that much. Basically, what it came down to is an interview with Damon, uh, Damon uh, Lindelof, Lindelof and talking about the movie. The, the park will not be featured in the movie. Interesting. Uh, it is going to have George Clooney in it. And he, he, you know, he was inspired, uh, I forget by exactly what, but it, it was kind of, um, you know, what could be. Because he was saying, you know, Tomorrowland's almost like, um, it's becoming like Star Wars now. But he says, that's not our future. That's in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. And I'm like, thank you yes. so much. How many, I feel vindicated by someone in the, you know who should know. Uh, but, um, yeah, so Disneyland will not be featured in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. And I forgot how they got, yeah, I should have read a little or looked at it. Um, some of those, can't find the link real quick. I'm reading. I'm in the here. Can we drop it into the Skype chat? I'm looking at it right now. I just did a uh, there. I did a link real slash quick. Film. Yeah, I think I yeah slash film blogging the 
the real world. And he, they found this um, – what I found interesting was this this box. I think it says 1954. You know, it's got all these old photos, albums, all kinds of things. Um, yeah, 1952. Okay. Or 52. And so they've got – it's going to be directed by Brad Bird, starring George Clooney. Um and he's making his first comments and he even gets into Neil deGrasse with Tyson, which I, I like that guy a lot. I've read some of his books. Um, so, you know, he's on the, he's always on the history channel and those things. Cause he's a, you know, like physicist and knows everything, uh-huh. you know, well, but you know, uh, Geronimo might challenge him because <laughs> Geronimo knows more, Geronimo. but uh, <laughs> you, you really like that. Don't you? It's awesome. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it is good. That is good. But he talked about, you know, his kids seeing Jack Sparrow for the, you know, and when he sees the movie for the first time because the kid's young that, uh, you know, he'll think that the movie inspired the ride, though it was it was the other way around. Um, so, you know, Lindelof's talking about how he's always been fascinated with Disneyland and Disney World, his favorite part of his park, but there's no story there. So he says, like, you, you know, you go into Fantasyland, there's something happened all around. Whether it's a direct connection to a movie or it's just fairy tale stuff going on, same with the Frontierland, Haunted Mansion. So, um, but he feels like there's no story in Tomorrowland. So he'd love to give Tomorrowland a story, but you know, and then he's talked about it kind of being taken over by Star Tours and all that. So, um, should be interesting. But I, I guess I think it might come as a surprise to some people that it's not really going to include the park. So. No, but it's definitely going to be uh, talking about the land, though, apparently. Well, I think it's kind of – it might be proposing what is Tomorrowland. Um, where did, where, there was a quote in here about that. That got him starting to think that there's a, there's a story here somewhere. Um but I, I've, and I, and I remember it standing out when I read it the first time. And oh, here it is. Uh, he talk, okay, he talks about um, Neil DeGrasse's Tyson's speech. He says, you know, you can YouTube it. He gave an eloquent and beautiful talk about how the abandonment of the space program after we landed on the moon is responsible for the fact that we no longer have an optimistic view of our future. And I thought that was interesting. That is, that's, and that I think is, it's spot on. I would agree with that sentiment as well. So he says, I just said, there's a movie in there somewhere. And that was the beginning of me curating this rather fascinating, is it or isn't it, Disney history in the kind of Dan Brown, Da Vinci Code way. Like all these things I didn't know about the history of Tomorrowland in the park. And that could be the basis of something, even though the movie is not about the park. I will say this exclusively to, to you, our audience, no. uh, <laughs> that none of the movie takes place in the Disneyland Park. It doesn't, but the history became the inspiration for this movie. So I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm a little, my, my curiosity is peaked. Yes. Because when I first heard about this project, I think it was because our intern had asked us something about it. And at that point, I had hadn't, not hadn't heard, heard anything. Thing, yeah. So now my curiosity is peaked, especially with this box. Uh, of stuff so anyway so that's all i needed to say or wanted to say about that 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 was the other thing that had come up this week that i found interesting i agree i i find it interesting as well especially this box 
Yeah, it's coming out Christmas of 2014. I like how he says, so here, this is the story of blah, blah, blah. Then it goes to so-so and discovers a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and everybody will live happily ever after. That's awesome. All right, so you want to get to the higher and the handicap? Yeah. Um, you know, here's the funny thing is that lots of links led to the exact same story. So you are now a little skeptical of it well, because there, there's no there's independent no um, verification. It's just the one story. There's no legs, right? It, this right. You know, so are you? Are they all going back to the New York Post? This one I'm reading is the Mail Online. You came to Daily Mail. Okay, I'm looking at one right now by Tara Palmari from the New York Post. But um, let me see where her. Well, Reuters is the source for this log line here about rich moms shamelessly hire disabled tour guides so their kids can cut the lines. Um, and that was from Reuters. Now I, you know, I know this conspiracy nut. Maybe somebody in our audience can correct me or validate this. He believes that all the news comes from one source because everybody's owned by Reuters or gets all their news from Reuters in the first place. Whether it's uh, Al Jazeera, whether it's uh, the AP, whether it's you know CNN, Reuters, Reuters controls it all. So I don't. I so, just throw that out there because somebody told me that, and I was like shaking my head, going, "Really?" So yeah, I, I seen the New York Post when I saw this because it, it this this Doctor Wednesday Martin, social anthropologist who discovered the the, the scheme, right? Uh huh. She's the only person, and everybody, they're all repeating the same thing. <clears throat> almost all these articles are almost exactly the same. Well, you know, have you ever noticed? And I got into this with a journalist or TV journalist friend of mine. Um. About what I, you know, think of the left-wing media or the Main Street drive-by media, some some might call it. When th- there might be a day, and I'll give one example. But when Bush was getting accused way back of not having gravitas, or he needed to have gravitas, every single major news agency that day used the same word. Now, my uh, TV journalist friend, or ex, he's doesn't really do the journalism anymore. You've met him, Tim. Um, he'll talk about it's just. It, it, journalists today are lazy. They'll hear one thing, then the next one picks it up, the next one picks it up, the next one picks it up. No, there's no collusion. It's just they're lazy. And no confirmation. Which could be very true, but you hear that a lot in uh, when you go the gamut of not the, the, your local news necessarily, but uh, if you go with the New York, CBS, NBC, CBS, um, the main news of the night, and CNN, MSNBC, there are days when every single main line is using the same catchphrase, almost like a talking point was sent out to them. Correct. So, so that you're kind of feeling that this is kind of the same way. All these agencies have picked up this one story, but nobody's independently uh, checked it out. No, every okay, so yeah, everything, it started with New York Post is where I saw it first, right? And then all, uh, all the other articles that talk about it all refer to this New York Post article. Like here's a here's a Salt Lake City one where a guy just took the exact same thing in the the New York Post article, went and talked to other people in his area about what they might have thought about it and got some commentary. 
But, yeah, and it's not uncommon for them to take, let's say, Reuters or New York Post and just reprint it and give credit to where the story came from so they can have it on their page or in their their paper. I see that a lot. Sure, but what, where where I'm getting my where my where I get suspicious is is that there's been no different story. There's been no follow on. Like you know, the next day Disney said, "Okay, we're going to investigate." Right. Right. Well, this story broke. Shoot, almost two weeks ago. Yeah. May fifteenth. Look at the New York Post one. May fourteenth. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, on that page. Yeah, May fourteenth. So that was what nine days ago. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been a lick of talk about it since. Well, you know, yeah. What I kind of find odd too is, again, incendiary catchphrases. The one percent. Yes. Okay. This is this is a. Uh, this is how the one percent do it. This is a whack at you know the one percent. And quite frankly, shut up about the one percent. If you can make, if you yourself could be a one percenter, you would be. You know it. I'm Very, so, I'm sorry, you know. but a one percenter. Doesn't really give a crap about the two hundred dollar difference between an official Disney plaid and the person riding around on a scooter getting them with the guest assistance card. To be honest with you, I'm not sure a lot of one percenters would even be at the parks. (laughs) There's that too. There's a certain (laughs) I've not known but met some, you know, probably not one percenters, but you know, up there in the top tier, and it's just like they travel in a like a different world and they're not necessarily theme park people it's not to say that wealthy people don't go to the theme parks i'm just saying i find it kind of funny that they would be i don't think if this article is 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 real i don't think it's the one percenters i think it's like the 20 percenters or yeah the, it's, you know it's it, a it's a top tier uh earner but it's not the one percenters. yeah it's people with money but not all that much money yeah, well, enough that you know we w- wish we were probably making that, but sure. Uh, yeah, uh, wouldn't turn if it you, down. Yeah, if you can afford, you know, a thousand dollars for the day to follow a wheelchair around, but you know, again, it does. Like you say, it doesn't explore certain things. Is not, you know, it says the group was sent straight to an auxiliary entrance at the front of each attraction. Well, that's but, not exactly how it works. No, you know. And even then, you know, certain attractions, even when you go go to the auxiliary entrance, there's a line of other people just like you there. <laughs> yeah, and it's getting longer every day. <laughs> you know? um, uh, and I, I found, I, I, you know, I, I repeat it because I think it's so ironic that many times I've seen the line for the, uh, I'm just going to call it handicap, the handicap entrance. Um, send all your uh, hate mail to um, Greg. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we we need to make a new uh, email for Shaft. Geronimo Mouse. <laughs> Just complain to Geronimo Mouse. Um, the long the line has been longer at the back entrance than it is to just walk in. And quite frankly, if a guy is standing there with a cane for thirty minutes, he could have walked up those ramps, which aren't very steep. Or if he really wanted to. He could have, you know, let his friends go, you know, walk that, and they could have met him at those little chain link fences right by the little uh, cafe by the front door. Oh, yeah. Would, you know, you wouldn't even have to, you know, the people with the carts because they're too big. That that attraction is not designed to uh, have those carts wheeling. Uh, yeah, but even, even you know, attractions that do, they still don't make them. You use the. No, not anymore. Yeah, a good example is the one I always go back to is Indiana Jones was designed 
uh, with them in mind. And then FastPass came along, and the bitching and moaning, what do you mean i got to wait in line? And I'll, you know, never stop wanting to tell the story about the days I got run over, you know, <laughs> by one, with people who absolutely were not, yeah. Uh, but need to be there. But, but you know, okay. So here's the funny thing. All right. So first of all, the story has no legs. So I I don't know how much it's really truth or one person decided to I don't know slow news day. But I know for a fact that this activity has been going on for years. I'll I'll even say well, I've participated in it myself. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have been with friends, acquaintances. Depends on how you want to define friends yes. or an acquaintance who have rented a wheelchair. Actually, no, no, have had the pass for whatever reason. You know, I I didn't realize this person suffered from this thing, and I didn't realize that was really a thing. But you know, who am I to to judge? <clears throat> but no, I've never done the thing with the rent in a wheelchair. I have. I have, I'm okay. I've never smoked pot. I've only been seriously <laughs> drunk off my ass once. Um, I'm a kind of a, uh, a do-gooder in yes. a lot of ways. Yes. Uh, uh, what would what they say in uh, in the right stuff? A Dudley do right. Uh, I, I just I, w- I wouldn't have got the wheelchair. Now it's not to say if I'm with people who, as far as I know, legitimately got that back of the line pass. I have not went with them. I've done that. Um, and quite frankly, sometimes it seemed like it still took an awful long time. Yeah. But but then again, stupid Luigi's Tires is the worst loading piece of crap attraction I've ever seen. Um, well, I can point to a trip in how oh, it was late 80s. Not so, with me. Right? No, no. You were not around for that one for some reason. But one of the people <laughs> in our party was suffering from like a sprained ankle or something. Is this the party that I'm used to being part of? Let's say it's some of... Um, how can I talk around this? You know, our 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 buddy's first apartment. Some people from that crew. Okay. Oh, was were they tall? Yes. Long blonde hair? Yes. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. So she had, a, she had a boo-boo? Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, we were just going to, going to the park that day, and um, they they put her in a wheelchair, and we just kind of wheeled around whenever we rolled up to something. This is before there was guest assistance card, and before there was, um, you know, you check in City Hall, and they give you the card, and you show the guy, and then they let you to whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, just, we would just wheel up, and they'd say, okay, wheel around over here. And then, you know, she would hobble it the ride vehicle and, you know, but still, I mean, this is what, this is 30 years ago almost, right? Mm-hmm. So the concept of of someone in a wheelchair or a scooter or whatever getting a pass to not have to stand in line is not a new one. No, that part of it's not and, new. And, peop- and people, you know, faking... Yeah, we know that's, yeah, and they don't really go into that in the story. We know people for years have been renting wheelchairs they don't need or bringing their own with them or, quite frankly, are 
so big they need <laughs> something to move them around. Yes. And quite frankly, I'm surprised they can remove themselves and get into some of the attractions. And I'm sure there are some attractions they could not. I've seen some people riding those things that there's no way they got into Star Tours cabin or there is no way they got into fit, yeah, Space Mountain. Okay, but now the idea of charging money to to hire someone that is already in one of these chairs. Did, okay, let me ask you a question before we go on. Does that yeah. does that concept bother you? Does it make you angry to know that someone out there has legitimate right? They're legitimately disabled, and they legitimately get the guest assistance card, right? Does it bother that they turn around and make some money off of it and whore themselves out? Um. If they were legitimately, and I mean legitimately, a tour guide. In fact, you just wait till some plaid is turned down because they're, you know, <laughs> not. And they and now that you see somebody with their little riding crop, you know, in a little uh, in, in an ECB. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's got to happen sooner or later. Just wait till there's two Mickeys getting married, or two Minis. You know, uh, maybe Mortimer and Mickey will get married someday. I don't know. Um, what's that? Got, what's that got to do with Prince Charming and you know one of the other dudes? Oh, I'm just saying things happen. You know, eventually things you never thought you would see at Disneyland, you'd only see at Knott's Berry Farm, and now at Disneyland. Okay, gotcha. Just, you know, um, you know, yes and no, because here's here's the here's well, here's what bothers me in general. Remember, one of the guys that I absolutely despise in the Disney makeup um, and, and the world that considers themselves an expert was kicked out of Disneyland for selling tours. Okay, and he, like an idiot, had his tour meet up like right next to the tour gardens. <laughs> So when someone came to take his tour that actually paid for a Disney one, they got mixed up with it. Uh, it kind of, you know, created some problems. But dumb shit. I mean, thinking if I was doing that, I sure wouldn't meet there. I'd meet like at a flagpole, at you know. Uh, but are they are they really giving tours? Are they going around giving out Disney but, facts and all that, or is it just like okay, roll with me, roll with and, me? Well, and that's when, the only thing I can p- compare it to. So what I'm getting to is you're you're really not supposed to accept money to do something like this in the park i don't think because i was gonna say if you were a legitimate tour guide but then you, you can't give tours in the park anyways disney has exclusive exclusivity to their to their own parks to do something like that sure so yes i i think i i am offended i'm not surprised i didn't ask but you i surprised I but i am offended i don't i don't think people should do this to me this would be kind of one of those moral do-gooder things or Dudley do-right. No, I don't think they should do it for the mere fact of doing Because, again, they're collecting money inside Disney property for really providing a service. Well, when you boil down to it, yes, they're providing a service. Well, okay, no, I'm not going to say they're providing a service. See, when I first when I first heard this, I'm thinking, does this bother me? Am I angry? No. Does it bother me? Well, I've you know, I've kind of done the same thing. I, I don't want to say I'm angry, okay. I'm, but it does bother me. I'm not outraged. I'm not outraged. I'm not. But when I think about it, some people, you know, who are disabled, they their life kind of sucks, right? 
Oh no, there's there's no doubt. Well, in, okay, in now there, there, watch watch that line that you go down to because some people will find their life very rich, though you still wonder sometimes, don't they think on the inside, does this sucks? But you know, they also could be dead. True. They also could I, be so in, you know incapacitated. Could be worse. They can't, they can't even drool and roll around the park. <laughs> yeah, no, no, um, I'm just saying, those are people who are. See, I think they're showing some sort of uh, initiative. Not initiative, no. <laughs> they're just trying. To, they're showing some strength of spirit, not of character, but of spirit. I that I don't think so. That they're trying to showing strength of spirit might be. They're trying to make the, a no. bad situation work out for them. No, no, no. If if they were like tooling around on the Freedom Trail, giving <laughs> tours from their ECV, that would be something. Giving people backdoor access that don't need it. See, it's not that they don't need it, and it's not that people because in a way this is like buying an escort, an escort service because. You don't know these people, and you're only using them. So, in some ways, they're whoring themselves yes. out to no, be no, used. No, no, that, that's that's not. You know? You're right. They, I'm not arguing. It's different than de- going denying. with someone who has a leg- has a access to a power. Because I don't want to say legitimate. Because I really don't think. You know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry practically can get a handicap placard these days for a lot of things. You're thinking, well, should you even be driving? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, got a heart condition. Well, here, here's a hand. You got placards. You, so you don't have to walk, to walk so far, far, but yeah, too bad <laughs> I, you, you your heart kicks out while you're doing yeah. 80 miles an hour down the freeway. A friend of mine was actually had to wear a heart monitor for a while. That this thing strapped to him, and he still had a driver's license. I'm like, what the? You shouldn't be driving. <laughs> How does that work exactly. Um, even okay, I, I I don't know if I want to digress into this. I know. Okay, so let's stop. Hang on, before because you said that. <laughs> yes, it's very, it's very dicey, and you got to be very careful with what you say. All I'm saying was, is that you know, there's a way to look at it that there's someone whose situation is worse than yours. Uh, not, right? it's not necessarily worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're stuck in a chair because your legs don't work, I. I, I I know that they're okay. Worse is a bad choice of words. Their quality of life is different than mine. It definitely is. Okay, so let me. So not, they not, are. So not they to are say worse. Right. Worse is not such a good choice of terms, but it's different, and it it's is, different it's to the different. point, and it's different enough where it can actually get somebody down, right? But, but they are upright. And remember, a lot of this, this, these, um, and maybe this is wrong because we're we're, we're categorizing in them by the people who go out and champion their cause they just want to be treated the same well this is not being treated the same um this is taking it this is using your um challenge in life to make a few bucks what's wrong to, with that well it, well in a disney park okay and, okay now, now let's think about it. yes they don't allow it well and, and they are the victim of you know getting robbed of their 300 dollars an hour plaid service instead I guess you could say that. Sure. Well, I mean, if I'm the shark Disney lawyer, that's what I, that's what I'm going after. This person, but those but, plaid ones give you a limited amount. This this person can stay with you all day, right? Doesn't the plaid like you get like a two or three hour tour? No, you get a couple no, of rides, no, no, or no, are there no. ones that stay with you all day? They they're there until you are done with them. We you know the plaid that we know. Yes. When he goes on tour. Yeah. It's all day if it's someone who's big. 
Well, okay. Big. All day. But that's but it's just money. It's money that they pay. They pay if you got the money, he, there's another dude that's that he's taken out three times. He's a nobody. Yeah. He's a nobody. He's just got a lot of friggin' money. Well, I would say if somebody with a lot of friggin' money is not a nobody, they've done something Do you, right. Okay, yes, but they're nobody we you may know. Not, they're yeah, not we famous. Not know them, Do you right? know what I'm saying? But, they're not but famous. Not, but not every wealthy person is famous. True. I'm just saying all it takes is money, yeah. and you get a plaid for as long as you're willing to pay the 300 bucks an hour. Oh, okay. All with right. a three-hour three, three hour or four-hour minimum or something okay. like that. Because I think there was a day that plaid just gave you a limited, you know, a certain tour, and then it was over. Other than your there celebrities. Is, yeah, no, there is tours. There's tours where you pay the walk and walk, walk and Watts foot, Walt's foot up store. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> that was. Oh. The, you know, the the behind the magic tour or whatever. I know. Okay, that anybody could pay money and they get lectured. And then there's the other kind of tour where the plaid just takes you around and you cut in line all day long. And you eat in Club 33 or you what's, eat wherever you that, want. What's that cost an hour? Do you have any idea? It's like three bones. Three hundred bucks an hour. Three fifty with a three hour minimum or three or four hour minimum. Yeah. Wow. So I, these black market ones only run you one hundred and thirty. So. Yes. But I'm saying the Disney Shark lawyer could say, "Look, by doing one hundred thirty an hour, you've cost us an hour. Yeah, you've cost us, you know, one hundred seventy an hour minimum. Big money. Yeah. Call Not it call it eight hundred dollars. Yeah." I don't know. I just there's two ways. I thought there's two ways of looking at it. I was trying to put myself in the in the shoes of the person who's stuck in the in the ECV or the wheelchair, or whatever. I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's it's not their fault that when they roll up and say, "Hey, I I need a guest assistance card," they say, "Okay, it's you plus six. No, I I really do think that guest assistance should be how many's in your party. Oh, it's just me, me and my buddy. Okay, two. Okay. Yeah. The two. two of you. Oh, there's 12 of us. Where are they? Yeah, exactly. Let's see them. <laughs> no, so I'm serious. Well, can you bring them in? And so we give you each a... Like a wristband or something, yeah. Like a wristband that goes with it. Because, quite frankly, people are like the ones we went. Now, they might have known we were coming to meet them up later. And then there's the dicey part. Well, some people are coming later to meet us up. Well, then come back here and we'll exactly. you know, give you some more. We'll be happy I, to help you. I think they would be better off doing it that way. Just like they do with a cast member. You know, I could sign in three people a day, but that's based off my dependency. It was for me to sign in my dependents. And, hey, one day my dependents don't come. I can sign in my friends, but they got to stay with me. Uh, air quoting. Um, I, I don't see why they don't treat the guest assistant program the same way they treat their own cast members. Quite frankly. Well, working quite, as- frank- quite frankly, I think if you want to rent a wheelchair, you should bring your handicap placard with you. Working there's supposed to be a, yeah, well, that's a good start because if you deserve a, a wheelchair, you can have a, even a red one, right? A, a temporary one. Well, and quite frankly, I think if you bring your, your placard with you, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have a placard, pay for it. Because now you're just using it for convenience. True. If, but if it's someone who truly needs it, but you know, because a lot of people now well, have their own, well, their own ECVs okay. and there's like gray that. areas here. Let me. Oh, know. sure. There's 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 gray areas everywhere, but you have to start somewhere to figure it out. Okay, I agree. Let me just give you a, a personal experience. I might have already told the story when we went to florida with my wife's grandmother you know she's 90 she can walk around she gets around fine she doesn't need a wheelchair 
except when you're trying to, you know, scurry across 47 square miles of Disney property. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, then, I can see that. And she, she, we got it for her so she could keep up, right? Because we're, <laughs> we're trucking. Const- constantly waiting for grandma, right? And, and you know, <laughs> she did not want to sit in the damn thing. Well, no, she's proud. She, yeah, she's you know. like, here's a chair for you. I'm like, I don't need it, Nana. Come on, get in the chair. <laughs> we want to. We need to get to Germany by three. Come on, you know that's that's well, how. No, that's I what understand was, it. How many of us have been in the hospital and just hate that they have to wheel you out in a wheelchair? That you just can't walk out of the damn hospital. Yeah, but I, they make I, you I, ride this stupid. I don't thing. know what the, what's the, there's a policy. I don't know. I'm sure it's a liability thing. They make sure that you've been delivered to the door without falling, <laughs> slipping, tearing stitches yeah, open, something. something like that. So as soon as you trip, once you get outside, it's your get fault. in the car. Try to yeah. get in the car. Yeah, your toes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I am offended morally by this. Really, I, you know, it doesn't surprise. So, yeah, because I don't think you should be doing this. Okay, uh, okay. I agree that you would. You could think you shouldn't be doing this, but are you really offended? Yeah, I, I am offended morally. It doesn't surprise me, but I'm like, you know, everybody's trying to take advantage of everything these days. And yes, there is, you know, there is, there's a lot of that, and that's what I find morally uh, reprehensible. reprehensible. Yeah, I knew where you were going. Yeah, because I, I, you know, yes, these people have a more challenging life probably than you and I. We jump in and out of our cars, think nothing of it. it takes them a little more time to get in and out of their vehicles. But does that, you know, they, they always, you know, you hear them always talk about just when to be treated the same. They're not treated the same. They're treated with far more um, advantages. But we could say we don't need those advantages, right? You turn that around. Well, you don't need those extra things. No, but don't argue when we create something so we experience it the same and you're still looking for the handout to go in the back door. You know, it's... So anyway, so, you know, Disney's tried all kinds of policies of, you know, well, you go wait at the back door while the rest of your group goes through the line or you and one person can wait. And that, you know, worked for a while. Then people, why should we be separated? And, you know, then people come with parties of 20 and 30 because it's grandma's birthday. You know, and, you know. And, the, and the thing is, is the original reasoning for was they wouldn't have to wait standing up or their conveyance wouldn't clog a line. Right, right. Or, or, or the machine they're in or the wheelchair won't fit through the way the, the attractions were designed, you know. Yes. But, well, that's understandable. But it comes to – it's coming down to a point where, you know, the one of the suggestions you just said was, okay, you wait here and the rest of your party waits in line. Well, they don't want to wait, right, because some things they don't, they don't have to wait. Right. That's the problem, they, the waiting. They don't want to wait. They don't want to be separated they're from the party. They're sitting in a chair for crying that, out yeah. loud, right? Yeah, they're, I understand that. Well – but you know, when you design an attraction so they don't, they they can just be like everybody else. They they struck back, you might say. They wow. they freaked out. I because I, I, I saw that firsthand. You know, when I, people, well, where's the handicap entrance? We don't have one on this attraction. This one's designed uh, so you know the wheelchairs or your ECV fit through the line. Uh, you know, with the other guests, so you be able to experience the whole thing. And they freaked out. What do you mean I can't go back in line? I said. You, you're getting to experience the whole thing. <laughs> You're getting you to know? experience. I don't want to experience the whole thing. I just want. The, the, I just want exactly it. They just want to cut to the front. I want of the, the carrot at the end. Exactly. That's exactly what it is for. Well, some. I'm not going to say they're all like that, but there's a, a. I dealt with a large enough majority that I I became a little cynical about 
you know, those. And as I see the park more and more populated with them and Disney not having a backbone uh, when there is abuse of them, you know, when I would used to see a group of kids and then I'd see the same group of kids and someone else is in the wheelchair. It's not like, oh, you know, I saw one of the cast. Okay. That didn't look like the fake cast from the uh, magic shop. <laughs> Looks legit. Uh, she's in the wheelchair. Fine. But when I see boy in at this time, girl in at this time, they're all joking around, having a good time, and they're just taking advantage of it. You know, screw no, it's a problem. But no, Disney's not worth approaching that. Well, you know, in hundreds of years, when we're all in our hover rounds, it won't matter. <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of people out there hoping. We just can't wait to the day when I have to use one or think I need <laughs> will need one and see if I think the same. <laughs> Probably. And I'll be I'll be I'll, I'll be the old guy, the cantankerous guy that says I want to see the line like everybody else. Yeah. Make me! They I want to go do the line like everybody else. And they're gonna say, "Shut up, Grandpa!" Yeah, <laughs> come with us. Yeah, and all the kids will be like, "Shut up! We want to go to the front of the line." Yeah. <laughs> The only reason we brought you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> only reason we brought you drooling, it's, you know, and your, your colostomy bag. You're oozing and gooing. <laughs> <laughs> your oxygen tank. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Nobody wants to take Grandpa to the restroom. <laughs> no. No, they don't. Hey, hey Sonny, pull my finger. <laughs> All right. So do you think we beat the – just to – this to a pulp. I mean, this is probably like the third or fourth time we've dealt with the disabled access and the surrounding problems with it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I, I, I would be curious. I, I actually put it out to our, our listening audience, what people think of this. I, you know, we haven't got a whole lot of mail lately. I really want to know if people are, you know, maybe not up in arms about this, but it's somewhere down deep. They just think it's wrong or they don't care. I'm, I'm curious. Well, they'll let us know. I'm sure. I hope so. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we, we have got Jack for communication except for our intern lately. So that's okay. He's, he's keeping us busy. Yes, he is. And he's entertaining. And now that he's come up with a good name for, yeah, for drawing a mouse. That is great. So I'm gonna, I'm I'm playing the outro here, so we can uh, understand, so we can wrap it wrap up. Things up. We're, we're being forced into the commercial or the end of the show. That's yeah, right. That's so what uh, a good producer would do. So this will be the last. Uh, well, this may be the last time we record before I go visit Paris. So most likely. Now, if you do want to call in from Paris, um, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> All right, then I'm gonna say good night and hope you do too. All right, good night. Yep. Thanks for listening.